0: Symphony of Shadows. First movement Capriccio del Viadante. Jasmine's Allegro. Phrase 4. Jazz would only have a few minutes before the Firefox would connect to the Shadow's Edge. She wasn't about to let them on board, which meant going over to them. She considered what to do with the crystal and drive. A drive wasn't very suspicious, but the crystal would raise questions, so she unbuckled from her seat and went to the hall. In the fight, Jazz's clothes had sprayed throughout the hall and the floor was covered in a rug of fabric. She searched quickly and found her cloak and put it on. She stuffed the drive into an inside pocket, then ran to her safe. After the crystal was secured in there, she entered the airlock. Jazz pulled over towards the deck of the Firefox. The medium-sized sloop had its own hangar. She landed a few moments later, but without Wit's assistance, it was not a pretty thing. She grabbed her helmet from the cockpit and messaged the Firefox. I'll be over in a second, she said into the comms, and didn't wait for an answer before exiting her ship. A squat, bald man was waiting for her. His rotund frame was solid like a shotgun slug and thick arms like an apes. He had a forest of white beard growing from his face and a red balloon for a nose. His cheeks, or what little you could see them through his beard, pooled with red from a life with a bottle as a best friend. The man smiled warmly at her. Oh, how I've missed you, girl. Jazz smiled despite herself. It's been an age, Wyatt. Wyatt tumbled toward her with his bare arms spread. She met the man in an embrace and he squeezed her playfully. Jazz coughed, unable to breathe until he released her from his steel grip. He patted her on the back and met her eyes, smiling still. Looks like you're in a bit of trouble. Lucky thing we decided to follow you. I don't know what you're talking about. I had a plan. (laughs) You're a slippery one, I'll give you that but we both know you're no planner. Nifty piece of flying by wit, though. That wasn't wit, Jazz responded, the words reminding her that the AI might be in danger and that she'd just revealed some information to Wyatt. He was a good man, but loyal to Knox. Gotta be more careful, Jazz thought to herself. Wyatt whistled his amazement. Damn, girl, you got balls. Jazz smiled herself and tapped the man's fruits. He jumped in a flinch. I do not, thank you very much. I much prefer my own equipment. Wyatt laughed deeply. Point taken. Knox should be here in a moment with the rest of the crew. I wanted to speak with you before they got here, though. Why's that? She asked. Wyatt's face grew more earnest. You doing all right, Jazz. That was some serious force chasing you. Knox told me you were being a little avoidant about what you've been up to, and it's a good thing he was. Jazz, you could have died out there, but I didn't. One of these days you might, though, Wyatt sighed. I may still call you a girl, but you aren't one anymore. I just want you to know that if you're in trouble, we can help you. I know you and the captain didn't end things too cleanly, but we still care about you. "'You're like family, Jazz. Not to Gerta. To me, Jazz. We go back past that. I've known you almost your whole life. Me and Switch still keep in touch, you know, and we're both worried about you.' "'Let us help you,' Jazz swallowed awkwardly, pressing down the exhaustive well of emotion that was threatening to suffocate her. She was in trouble and danger.' Genoa might be gone, but who knew if Alejandro was still alive? With all the noise they made, there was like to be an investigation by the Divine Republic. It felt like if she stopped moving, she would never start again, or worse, she'd be killed. I, she began, ready to reject Wyatt. I do need your help. I hope I don't regret this, she thought. Wyatt placed a hand on her shoulder and squeezed. He breathed in the silence and let it out in a heavy exhale. Good. Let's go talk to Knox, then. Jazz followed Wyatt through the long corridors of the Firefox. The crew was made of about sixty men and women. Many had cycled in and out throughout the years, but a few like Wyatt and Gerita had been with Knox since he first became captain of the ship. She passed a few familiar faces on the way to Knox, and a few spared her a greeting or a nod. "'Can't believe you still sail this antique,' said Jazz while they walked. "'I may be old, but that don't mean it's useless. "'The frame is almost a century old, I'll give you that, "'but she's still got a few tricks. "'It's the inside that counts anyway, if you know what I mean. "'That's what my pa always used to say.' "'Jazz did know. "'The ship had top-of-the-line engines,' Most of the insides had been gutted and replaced with the best material and tech that money could buy. This was Benjamin Avery's flagship, and therefore it carried the strength of a legend. The weight of history clung to the Firefox and gave it the sort of symbolic power you couldn't buy. Everyone in the universe had heard the name Firefox, and that reputation was not worth abandoning. The door to the cockpit opened, revealing three people. A woman Jazz had never seen sat with her back to the controls, steering the ship. She turned her chair as Jazz entered. Gerta stood like a brick building, with her arms indignantly crossed over her chest. Knox leaned easily against the lip of the controls beside the navigator. Wyatt moved to fill the remaining gap in the room and all eyes were on Jazz. There was no easy way to start this conversation, so she wasted no time breaking the silence. Thank you for saving my life. Even Gertelt loosened at the unexpected appreciation, but she still snickered. If it were up to me, we would have left you to die. Jazz swallowed her retort. They did something to wit, she half-lied. He's... I don't know what, and I need to bring him to Switch to get fixed. My ship needs some repairs, too. Can you take me to New Ghana? You are so nice now that you need our help, Bilat, Gerta hissed. Gerta, Nox interrupted gently. She sucked on her teeth but remained silent, happy to relish in Jazz's vulnerability. Who are those people chasing you? He asked. Nox probably already knew but wanted to see if she'd be honest. She decided for something in the middle. I was trying to capture Alejandro Conteza for the bounty on his head. I fucked up but managed to steal some information he'd been about to purchase. That information led me here and his men followed. "And what was here?" asked Wyatt. "I don't know," responded Jazz, hedging her lie. "I was attacked before I found what they wanted." She could almost feel the drive in her pocket grow in size. All they would need to do was search her and they would find it. Jazz tried to relax while Knox measured her response. He raised an eyebrow slowly and considered. Are you saying we just killed Alejandro Conteza? I'm not sure. Those were his men, but I doubt he would have followed them. It'd be suspicious. So we only killed two of his ships and a cruiser? Knox bent forward and smiled. You must be desperate if you're going after an impossible bounty like that. Nox stood and waved a hand in the air. Of course, we will take you to Nugana, Sonishko. We will pass by Nugana on our way to the buyer for our goods. You must be tired after all this. Why don't you get some food and rest while you're here? You're safe now. Feeling safe wasn't an option for Jazz. Safe meant comfortable, and comfortable meant dead. I appreciate the offer, but you've already done too much for me. I made a real mess of the Shadow's Edge in the fight and should clean up. She was also itching for a cigarillo. Knox shrugged. Your choice, of course. Hilda, when can you get us to Nugana? A few hours, the navigator responded flatly. Knox moved close to Jazz and took her hand softly in his. The skin was rough and warm the grip firm but gentle. Be safe, and let us know if you need anything. Actually, Jazz smiled painfully, would you mind if I used your laundry? Wyatt laughed, Goethe groaned, and Knox smiled. I know you shit yourself out there, Goethe scoffed. We'll not deny that, responded Jazz. Shitting is better than dying, though, I have discovered. Goethe gave an imperceptible nod at the comment. "'We'll let you know when we're close to Nugana,' said Knox. "'Wyatt, would you take Jazz back to her ship?' "'It would be my pleasure,' the cannon of a man responded, and they both made their way back to the Firefox's hangar. With clean clothes and dishes, Jazz felt like a new woman. The Firefox released the magnetic winch that had towed her ship through space and now she was entering the atmosphere of New Ghana, one of the major mining planets. A few of the cities were deemed worth manufacturing atmosphere, which meant bubbles of agriculture had bloomed mostly along the equator. The planet was relatively similar in size to Earth as well, so there was no need for artificial gravity. Jazz's destination was in the second largest city on the planet, Porta Lafayette, her birthplace. After she had broken through the atmosphere, she took her time circling down to the city. Although she had some practice landing sans wit on the Firefox, it had been a long time since she had manually landed on a planet. Jazz couldn't risk further damaging the ship because of her own impatience, so she took it slow, happy to fill the time by smoking down a few much-needed cigarillos, which sharpened her edges from a lack of sleep and little to eat. A satellite map displayed on the HUD with a waypoint and distance meter for touchdown in the tech quarter of the city, where she could land at Switch's shop. The tech quarter was an older part of the city, with thin, rectangular buildings often no more than three stories. Shops were on the first floor while the owners lived on the second or third floor. Switch's shop was on the eastern edge of the quarter. He had a patch of land behind his property with a large hangar. The top opened for her as she lowered her ship into an empty spot. That was hard to find, with the heaps of old ship parts and antique vessels. By some luck, Jazz maneuvered the shadow's edge into a tight spot between two piles of junk and a rusted, single-person cruiser. When she opened the door and walked down the ramp, there were two people waiting for her. Switch had crinkled black skin, fat forearms, and a tall, thin frame. His head was topped with a short snow-white afro, pulled slightly back in the front by copper-rimmed goggles. Switch, as well as the man next to him, wore a faded blue jumpsuit pocked by oil stains. Jasmine! The old man roared with glee and advanced on her with wide arms. Jazz met the man halfway, his old bones too slow for her patience, and hugged him. He kissed her on both cheeks, held her cheek, and stared deeply in her eyes. We've been expecting you. Wyatt, give you a call? He did indeed, and it seems like you have much to explain. I will, I promise, but I need something first. Got into a fight and my ship is pretty banged up. More importantly, there's something wrong with wit. Jazz looked at the second man, who almost seemed to wince at the look. I would be happy to have a look, responded Tane. Switch's apprentice and software specialist. Jazz led them into the ship. Tane sat in the cockpit and turned the ship's computer on. Immediately, the message, Trojan infection, AI quarantined, popped on the screen. Tane brought a finger to his chin and started tooling around with the code. While he focused on that, Jazz showed Switch around the ship to get an idea of the damage, which was mostly aesthetic. Did you plug anything into the console? asked Tane. Jazz grimaced, knowing she needed to tell the truth. I did? What was it? I'm not sure, honestly. This drive I picked up in the mess I got myself in. She removed the drive from her pocket. Tane nodded his head, motioning her to plug it in. She did so, and Tane went to work. Ah, I see. Seems like some heavy security. There was a specific recipient coded into the drive, and if anyone else opened it... The file would infect the program and send a signal to the recipient. It's old, though. Wait, that thing sent a signal? Not sure yet, responded Tane. I don't think I'll be able to know either way. The signal seemed to end hours ago, though. Probably whenever Wit tried to access it. The good news is, Wit is fine. Pretty standard protocol for an AI to go into hiding so the Trojan can do no harm. You're lucky this is so old, though. Some of the newer Trojans are nasty. "'So you can get him back?' asked Jazz. Tane hit a few more keys and rebooted the system. A moment later, a yawning voice echoed over the comms. "'But, ma'am, can't I just sleep a few more minutes?' Jazz half snorted, half cried. "'Wit!' she yelled. "'The one and only!' "'We're going to need to do a hard reset on you, Wit, just to be safe,' said Tane. "'You're the doc!' Engaging Hard Reset will be online in 20 to 13 minutes. The system powered down and a screen emerged with a loading bar and time estimate. Tane pointed at the drive in the console. Wouldn't be a good idea to have Wit try to open that again. I can handle it though. Shouldn't take me too much time. Security's strong, but old. Very old. I don't think it'll be difficult to find a few back doors. Jazz was reticent to hand over the drive but chances were the damn thing had sent a signal there would be people digging Jazz was sure of that she had no doubt there was a file about her in the divine republic's archives somewhere and that would lead them to new ghana first to switch and tane shit was all that jazz could manage to think she removed the drive from the console and gave it a hard squinting look as if it would reveal its secrets from the stair alone. It did not. If you wouldn't mind, said Jazz, come find me the moment you have it cracked, though. Of course, Jazz, he lifted his hand, and placed it on hers that held the drive. His clammy hand lingered there for a moment, longer than she'd like. She knew Tane had a bit of a crush on her, and he had, on more than one occasion, been a bit too handsy. She swallowed her desire to recoil and Tane took the drive. Symphony of Shadows is a production of Synapse Radio, written, produced, and performed by J.S. Rose. Follow us on Instagram at Synapse Radio and Twitter at Connect. To synapse that's the number two or visit our website for all things awesome synapse-radio.com